Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah, and how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household, so anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. 
Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. It's Ashley. And again, today I am joined by my husband, Jared, which you guys might be tired of us. And if you're like many people out there, you hear that it's the two of us again. You're like, I'm sick of you. I'm turning this podcast off. It's not my fault. We just found out that Ben couldn't be on the episode. So like, <laughs> we were like, hey, can you fill in? Like, yeah, sure. That's the one thing Bachelor wants is more of us. That's the what Bachelor Nation wants. Bachelor Nation wants more of us. Not. So we got a lot of backlash. Or we didn't really get a lot of backlash, but a lot of you out there did not want to see a married couple on the beach. Yeah, it was pretty evident, which makes me sad. It just makes me sad that I think we both thought when we went down to paradise that we were just going to go down and we'd be one of the, you know, the former couples that always go down and we're there for a little while. We're not going to get much screen time. It's just more for us. And then we had the opportunity to kind of hang out and go on a date. But even when we were still down there, I think you and I both were both under the impression that like, well, they're not going to like, we're not going to get shown that much, which is totally fine. This is more of like a cool thing that we can look back on. And we went on a date and we're so grateful for Bachelor and the producers and everybody being able to bring us down there and take such a good care of us. And, you know, we're quote a success story, if you want to phrase it that way. And it was it was so lovely. And I thought when we watched, we were going to watch it back. It was just going to be kind of nothing, but I, more for us I, and our family and being able to watch it back. And no one would really care, which is totally fine by us. We'd get some people say, oh, my God, Jared and Ashley again. And then some other people say, oh, it's so nice to see them again. And then that would be it. I, I don't think know. we'd get as much screen time as we he thought. didn't. He didn't think that we were going to get as much screen time. And I did because I could feel that they were using certain storylines. I knew that they wanted to do like the whole like, are they going to utilize the boom boom room? And I knew my farts were going to play a big role. And I was really excited about our date. Like I knew our date I still would find do that very funny. We thought it was funny. A lot of you guys thought we were boring as hell. And with, that's fine. I don't I don't think anybody said it was more. Um, people just didn't like that. We were filler content or they thought that we were filler content. I think a lot of people are a little frustrated of how stretched out the show is right now, because let's be honest, we're going into episode five tomorrow, right? So this is the third week. There's been one rose ceremony. And you guys, um, just previewing for you, you won't get another rose ceremony until Monday. We leave on Monday, okay? Everybody happy? We're, we're gone. We're not here for the whole summer. What do you guys think? We're Some people think that we are going to well, hang longer. Uh, we're not. And, and furthermore, any, I, uh, I have a little bit of a, a theory. Okay, go for it, babe. I think um, this is a minority. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. The majority of people who watch the show and support the show and come to Audrey's to support us. You guys are awesome and wonderful people. And I love you so much because of that, because truthfully, like we said, without you, without the people who support the show, who support us, there is no Audrey's. Uh, And you guys have done such wonders for us and made our lives better. 
You made Dawson's life better. You um, made Dawson's life to a certain degree, <laughs> I guess. Well, I don't know. I, I guess that's a little I, bit of a stretch. I love you all, but I don't know. Okay, if I'm sorry. I was thinking, like, if it weren't for Bachelor fans, then maybe you and I would have never been on the show, and then we would have never had Dawson. But, but for okay, the that's a but for the very loud minority who continue to say, um. Oh my God, I don't want to see a married couple on here. Give the date to people who actually need it and single people. Just be honest with us and yourselves. You don't watch the show for love, which is totally fine. You watch it for drama. As long as you can admit that, then it's fine. Because what makes me frustrated is that people will say, oh, I watch the show for love. But love doesn't end when people leave the beach. And I'm sure that you can relate to that if you're watching the show and you've been in love and you've had long-term relationships. Love evolves. Love changes. It just doesn't stop. So when Ashley and I had the opportunity to go back down and spend some quality time together and really open up in ways that we haven't opened up in a little while, probably since our honeymoon wedding, because let's face it, we get into the mundaneness of day-to-day life and we don't talk about how we feel or what the other person means to me. You know, of course, I tell Ashley every day how much He's I love her. He's very good with words of affirmation. But I, I just say, hey, listen, you're a great mom. You're a great wife. And I love you and I appreciate you. It means a lot. It does. Well, thank you so much. And Ashley, of course, says that to me and it means the world to me. But we never really get into the depth of, hey, this is how you make me feel. This is why you make me feel that. This is why you're so important to me. And we had the opportunity to do that on the beach and share a moment and talk about Dawson. Um, so for me, watching back that date meant a lot. And... It gave me a lot of happiness um, because I remember having that conversation with Ashley and how great it felt just to be able to say some of the things that, frankly, are tough to say because they're awkward. And in that environment, they're not awkward because you're it's forced to talk about those things. super strange how that conversation over dinner, the next town over at the spot that you like going to, we would do it to a certain extent, but you would never get to the point of crying. No, of course. And we talk about Dawson and, you know, what type of parents we want to be and how much we look up to our parents and how impactful they are. Yeah, in our those lives. are the kind of conversations that you and I would have on dates before we were ever married. And even not to that depth. No. You know, neither one of us would start crying. Well, there was one time we actually went to a beach and we did start crying about the same topic. When was that? You don't remember that? What beach? Um, we were in, what's the area that I used to like with the boats? Okay, that's what I figured. It's in LA. Yeah. I don't remember crying. You, t- We totally cried. It was a very similar moment, but it was like four years ago. It's before Dawson. It was before we were married. So anyway, that's my two cents on it. Uh, I have and- a little bit more of two cents. Sure. What I want to say that the fan reaction isn't going to take away like that moment for us. We were still like so glad that we went down there. And I think like right now we're a little disappointed. We're just sad. It, like I it has think, a bad because, taste in our mouth, you know, just yeah, because like a, people didn't enjoy it as much as we enjoyed it. And I know that like you shouldn't let what pe- like fan reaction like affect your feelings toward those moments at all. But I think like it's natural to do that. Well, I think it was a special day for us, and that place is a special place for us. Even through all the difficult times and the hard memories, there's foundations built on that beach. Uh, that have led to our ultimate marriage and and parenthood. So, of course, through all the good and the bad, that place has a special meaning to us. So being down there is always going to be meaningful. And so when people react to it in such a negative manner, um, 
It's, and it's like I, I trust me even watching the episode i was like holy crap we are getting a ton of airtime according right now. to bachelor data the instagram account we did get the most amount of airtime in that episode which is crazy but i'm not gonna be apologetic about it i mean first of all it's not our decision secondly you know we like guys there's 16 episodes like 16 episodes they had to be creative they wanted to come up with something different they tried it with us and apparently, the they're grand, not going to do it again. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, I mean, we're barely on this season because yeah. we leave very soon. And when we leave, there's still 10 episodes. Yeah. I don't even know. We're, yeah. we're not even yeah. close to halfway through yet. And let's be clear. We didn't steal a date from anyone. That was our date. They they are the Bachelor producers. They're able to give yeah. as many date cards and create as many date moments as they want. We didn't steal anyone's date. And like we've said a million times on the on multiple podcasts and like everybody says, going on dates sometimes, it do, certainly doesn't hinder your relationship, but you can actually build more of a foundation on the beach of paradise than going on a date where they separate you in cars and then you do this activity and then you talk and then... You go back in separate cars where you can just hang out on the beach together and really, you know, build a... Dates aren't as critical in paradise as they would be God, uh, no. on the main show. And it's just like, it's a show. Yeah. So, of course, there's going to be certain elements that, like, let's give a date to Ashley and Jared. Okay, great. And yeah. we're not going to say no to that. Yeah. Are you out of your minds? We have had moments like this, of course, in the past. And, uh, like, I, like um, our engagement was one of them. We watched our engagement. We were, like, so bummed out. That it went the way that we thought, like the way that it was on TV. And I feel like for us, this will just be like one of those moments. It's like we have a little disappointment after watching it. And then a year from now, we'll be like, oh my, we won't even remember how it went over on TV. We'll yeah. just have the actual memories. I think it's, it's, listen, again, don't feel bad for us. We are so lucky. Oh, this is not, this is us just talking about it because Ashley asked me like, 45 minutes ago hey can you host a podcast i need a co-host and then it's like okay let's talk about this because this we're literally living through it right now we just watched the episode last night and we're fine i we're, don't want people to think that we're like super upset well like we no we're sad it's, it's but weird. there's no it's reason weird. to feel like, bad I don't know for us people, we're just on I know, national tv not. we got of to go on a not. date we have a beautiful sun i'm we have not a roof asking over our head. for people to feel bad for us like i People are going to listen to this and have like a whole bunch of feelings. I feel like they're going to be like, oh, so they wanted us to like them so bad. It's like, well, yeah, I think it's human nature. It's, we want you guys to like us. It's not so much that we want you to like us. We just didn't want you to absolutely hate <laughs> us being on the show. It makes us sad. It makes, yeah. I mean, think about if you went to a, uh, a party and then somebody was saying to your saying to you because obviously you we read here? comments like yeah god we don't want you here yeah we just don't want you here thank you for that comparison that's exactly and it's how like we feel. well okay that makes me sad yeah you know so sorry yeah of course that stuff makes us sad when people just continuously caption or comment under uh, tags like it's not like we're searching for things guys like we're tagged in these things so literally we get notifications if i just go on my timeline it's like these things are being said to us being like, God, these pe get them away. Nobody wants you here. And it's like, oh, all right. Well, that's yeah. we're not that 
you're taking up that much time, guys. I, I oh, promise. That's. But thank you for that comparison to the party. That's exactly how we feel. We felt really cool and really excited to get invited to this party. Yeah, and we know we're old. Now we know we're high like, school Harrys. Yeah, I know. We people, play into it. Yeah, we're like, yeah. guys, we know we're old and nobody cares about us. It's not like we walked in thinking, all right, guys, listen up. We have all the answers. Talk to us. We know what to tell you. It's you more made- like... We walked in, we were like, we're not that cool, but we're just going to kind of hang out. We got invited. We're so excited. We needed this time. And then it was just like, get out. Get out. And you know what? The cast down there was so awesome. They're the best. Um, yeah, that's what's sad is that they made us feel so welcome. They made us feel so welcome. They're so like, I remember Andrew. I'll never forget. Andrew was sitting at the picnic table when we were talking. And uh, he, he said that it, it was so nice. It's so nice having you guys here because you guys are so comforting. You know, because he's like, it's a stressful environment and you two are just here. And, you know, and he said that we we're comforting. And I was like, damn, that's it's so sweet. It's so sweet. So anyway, uh, that's about anyway, us. Yeah, uh, we don't now get people too deep are probably it. just like, holy shit, guys, you're just talking about yourself even more. Well, dedicating more what? time. And we're hosting the podcast, so we can talk about this for <laughs> 10 minutes and now we'll move on. And I have to say, I can say one more thing, babe. One more thing. Mm. Um. It's sad. The, the last thing that's sad. I'm sorry. So sad. That's sad. You guys can fast forward through farting and peeing and all that stuff. And of course, the moment was important for us to have the conversation on the beach for us. And we'll remember the conversation forever and all that. But it's sad to hear that you guys would fast forward through that one. Because that was like a that was a bachelor moment that I would think that anybody who like really likes the show for love would love. I would agree. And that's why I think, um, listen, people watch the show for all different reasons, for drama and for love. And I totally get that. But I, I think the idea that it's like, oh, we don't, it, the, you know, for sh- if, if I guess what frustrates me is people will come up and say, like, we love the love. That's what we want to see. We, lo- we want to see love. And it's like, yeah, well, as you guys probably know, a lot of you are married. Love evolves. Love changes. And you really need to continue putting effort into love it's not like you fall in love on the beach and then you leave and then it's like all right guys well that was fun you know like their love story's over of course it's not and yeah. so um you know i i thought the idea of them bringing back couples and trust me i i thought that they were going to do this with more couples we but definitely did we, um, we thought it was gonna be like one couple a week maybe yeah we didn't think we were gonna be the only ones i don't even know until honestly, we got there then we realized it was gonna only be us but well, truthfully, I know I don't know if it's just us. Do they bring? I don't know. They, if they do need- bring past couples, but nobody sleeps over like we did. Oh, okay. There's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of appearances, cameos, but there's there's nobody who sleeps over. Um. So anyway, those are our two th- two cents about it. But once again, um, we also got some nice comments. So I want to thank everybody who did say nice things. It means a lot to us. Um. And uh, at the end of the day, it's okay. And I, I can't fault the producers for even thinking it was going to be a good idea because all of you, or not, maybe not all of you, but hate to generalize, but a lot of you follow the couples on Instagram afterward because you want to see where their relationship leads and you like following that lifeline timeline. So naturally, I would think that they that like that seems like a good idea. Like, let's put one of those couples on there. But I guess not a good idea. Anyway, sorry, this um, is a pity party. No, and it's not meant to be. We, we don't want guys. It, yeah. I mean, but let's face it, it was a pretty big topic of conversation over the past 24 hours uh, for, while watching lives, Paradise. Yeah. And then we're hosting this podcast. So we're going to talk about it for 10 to 15 minutes. And now we'll move on. All right, let's talk about Lace and Rodney. So well, let's take a break and then we'll talk about Lace and Rodney. 
What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level. With their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip. And I was like, this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving 
like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Okay, so the episode starts with Rodney basically being told like Teddy's gone, uh, so you can date around now. He decides not to take anybody on the date with him. Um, he's going to hang around and get to know some of the girls, and he and Jill are kind of hitting it off. He's like, well, Jill, you're pretty awesome. We should have gone on this date. Jill's getting her hopes up. And then Lace brings him down to the bar or like has a moment at the bar. And all of a sudden, everybody looks over and they're making out. Lace made a great move, though. She was having her flirt. Her like flirt meter was perfectly tuned on. Does that make any sense? No, but you not to me, I mean? but I'm sure a lot of people understand you know what, what you're I going mean. For. Like she turned it on and she turned it on well. You know how you'd have those moments where like sometimes, like when we first met, I could not do it. I couldn't flirt, couldn't have a conversation. You turn it on every once in a while. Yeah. Once I got comfortable with you. Yeah. Not like the first couple of days. This girl, she was ready, set, go. And it worked on him. Yeah. Uh it was out of left field the whole Lace and Rodney thing, because we thought we were, you know, shipping Jill and Rodney. Lace came in, started making out with them. We were but asleep. I, but we were asleep. Of course, we were asleep for half these things. Yeah. Uh, but love Lace. It's so weird being in paradise and having friends with so many people because you're like, oh, Jill, I want you to be with Rodney. And then Lace makes out with Rodney and you're like, well, I want Lace to be happy too. So we I guess sh- now I'm rooting for Lace and Rodney. We were playing so many teams. We felt so like we basically, if anybody came up to us and was like, I want to be with so-and-so, we'd be like, we want you to be with so-and-so. Well, like of this. course we do. <laughs> but the problem is everybody's dating each other. I love Lace. She's the best. She's great for TV. She's great in person. So uh, I'm shipping Lace and Rodney. And as well said, so it's, it's an unconventional that's, couple. That's well said. There's always one couple each season. That takes like, everybody by surprise. And that's definitely the season. Feels like Rodney and Lace. We'll see how yeah. long it lasts. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Next 
couple that we want to talk about is, uh, well, the Genevieve, Aaron, Justin situation. Holy crap. This is a lot. This is a lot of this episode. Yeah. Is this triangle. Yeah. The triangle between Justin, Aaron, Genevieve. I, I feel like it's, uh, they're, uh, yeah. Okay. Basically, I think I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Justin and Genevieve seem to be trying way too hard for a couple who only had a thing and only seemed happy on night one. And they did. I don't even. Were they even that great? I don't think they were that great. He went on a date with Victoria. Yeah, I know. And then, you know, he came back. Johnny was going to give his rose to Victoria. Definitely wanted to pursue things with Victoria. So then Justin gave Genevieve the rose. And then there's this expectation that, like, maybe they were going to continue, like, try again. But they just seemed like, why are you guys trying so hard? There was nothing to fight for here. Yeah. And Aaron came in and was like, I want to take you on a date. And he was, you know, steadfast on Genevieve. Yeah. Justin, I don't understand the issue here. Justin simply annoyed the fact that he gave a rose to Genevieve. And, you and know, now, now here, where is he getting his rose? Paddling up. Yeah. I can't say it, Creek. You can, oh yeah, we should be able to say it, I feel like. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I get that Justin's annoyed by that, but I think that that was the risk he took by giving Genevieve that rose. And that's just the risk you take in paradise with basically every rose you give but out. But it's also, you gave a rose to someone that you didn't go on a date with. Well, I mean, think about that. He went on a date with Victoria. Was that yeah. we, was that after the rose ceremony? Uh, that was that was before the rose ceremony. It was like seven episodes ago. Yeah. I forget everything. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah. So, tor- oh, okay. Hold on. So he gave the rose to Genevieve and then went on a date with Victoria. No, no. Victoria came on before the rose ceremony because yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny gave the rose. Yeah. yeah so what he's annoyed, so, babe, is that he I gave his rose to a girl who's now going to go on a date with somebody else. Yeah, but he went on a date with a different girl during that week. Yeah, and but probably, she was super upset about it. Like she was like Genevieve was so upset about yeah. it. And then he was kind of like, okay, well, I think they're both now, overreacting. Now look, I'm gonna give you my rose after all this. And then she goes and talks to Aaron. And Genevieve was on the podcast last week and she said, Of course, I talked to Justin before going on that date. Yeah. Which you do. And just kind of course. So then we see Aaron, she gets home from the date with Aaron. She really likes Aaron. And we, yeah. I've said multiple times on the podcast already, he was our biggest surprise, I think, as yeah, far as human awesome. beings go when Great we got guy. there. Because we were like, oh my God, why is this guy so angry all the time? He's always looking for a fight. He's not funny at all. Why is he, Why are these girls into him? And then we met him and he was like, First oh wow, all, you're like cool, funny, endearing, totally self-deprecating. Yeah, he's a good guy. But we also love Justin, too. We really enjoyed our time with Justin. Justin. Really, guys, there was nobody we didn't like. Is there nobody that we didn't like? The only person we didn't really connect with was Logan. Logan, we just didn't have a connection with. I also don't, I can't say that we really, like, had, like, a good, like, amount of time with Johnny. Enjoyed Johnny, but, like, didn't have, like, I can't, like, really remember many moments with him. I feel like Johnny and Victoria were just always, like, at the day bed doing thing. Yeah, private and quiet and calm. It was very calm around them. It was so calm around them. It was like hilarious, guys. We're like, why is there like no drama ever coming from that area? Yeah, just coasting right on through. Yeah. So, yeah. So Genevieve comes back from the date and she's kind of like, hey, I'm surprised that I like him. She says that to Justin. And then Justin's still like pretty pissed. And then it's his birthday, which is hilarious because it was her birthday. How many a couple birthdays are there in Paris? So many effing birthdays. They're there for like three weeks and everybody has a birthday. Was everybody born in the month of June? Well, it was funny because 
it like the whole drama was like, I can't believe he's breaking up with me on my birthday. And then it's like two days later, it's Justin's birthday. And it's like, I can't believe she's breaking up with me on my birthday. The shady thing that happened here <laughs> is that Justin, in the midst of an argument in which they're basically like cutting ties, he goes, do I not get a birthday kiss? You got a birthday kiss. <laughs> and it was so manipulative and a little bit ick, a little ick. Uh, actually a lot of ick but like i also hate talking bad about people that i like but you know i mean why what's wrong with asking for a birthday kiss jared it was like you you didn't see this scene no i didn't yeah <laughs> you didn't see this scene jared watched it but not like intently um sometimes you get, what's a, wrong get up with and it? go pee what do you want from me he was she was like i had a great time with aaron i really like him and he's like you're gonna leave me without a birthday kiss so anyway so then she goes to aaron and she's like i have to admit to you i gave him a birthday kiss and then Aaron's like, well, that's manipulative of him. But also Aaron handled the moment like a champ. He was like, I really like you. We had a great day. Tomorrow we'll start fresh. And that was it. And that was he it. He was so mature about it. I know. And I've, they started fresh and it seems easy breezy going well, I forward. I think the Aaron also has the perspective of being on Paradise prior and yeah. realizing, all right, kind of this is the situation. Like, yeah, yeah you might kiss someone yeah, else, yeah. but we're still working towards something here together and she was honest with me so let's just move forward yeah the other storyline that comes from that double date with aaron and james and genevieve and shanae is that shanae basically abandons logan after this she likes uh, james more it's not like there's like a crazy passion she just happens to like james more james is a very handsome man james i love james so sweet just just wish that he wouldn't whack his eyebrows is the only thing he's got beautiful eyes though gorgeous eyes when he was down in paradise i was like good god man it's like looking into the ocean yeah he's so sweet and like gentle okay yeah which is so surprising yeah is it so surprising that the bash brothers basically yeah super sensitive so sensitive and gentle (laughs) that's what because i was like james is he's such a sweetheart and then aaron's so self-deprecating i'm like are you guys sure you're the bass brothers because come on now you should be a little douchier but you're you're too nice (laughs) yeah they're like the yeah all right so shanae is like logan why didn't you come after me when i came back from my day with james like you didn't try to pursue me at all and then jay and then uh logan's kind of like well you were the one that went on a date Shouldn't you be coming up to me and telling me how you felt after the date? What do you think about a situation like that? Um, I'm team Logan, probably. Really? Yeah, because yeah. I uh, mean, could you imagine yeah. doing this? I could go either way. Could you imagine doing this feelings. outside of the bachelor bubble? Like having you have a connection with someone and then they go on a date with someone else. And then they're like, I was just trying to make you jealous. Like, why aren't you coming after me? Even though that's I don't think what she was doing. She says that she likes James more anyway. Logan probably got well, the vibe. She likes James more because like he's more pursuing at this point. Maybe just here's the point. I don't feel like Logan and Shanae have a very good connection. <laughs> no. So it's like Shanae, why are you annoyed that Logan wasn't coming after you? She and just then, wants to be wanted. Yeah, my point exactly. The it's not. You guys are fine. You guys are. It's obviously not that strong of a connection if neither one of you is fighting for the other. So let's just move on and. Uh, try to find someone else so yeah. shanae you move on with james see how that goes and then logan uh try to move on to somebody who's single why isn't logan, logan and jill well jacob and jill now i don't think logan and could you imagine logan and jill together Jared? no but i'm just saying single people on the beach let's just figure things out obviously your connection friendship not strong roses. let's get some friendship roses figured out let's get some friendship making out you know no, just no, no, try no. friendship making out is what, you what you are the last it? person to say anything because like you and i both would never friendship make out 
you wouldn't like you wouldn't like semi friendship make out with me. That was different. <laughs> you were like, I liked you too much. No, I but I was also I knew I would be leading you on. Compared to Jill well, and Logan. Look at you. You used the term leading on. Remember, you hated that. Oh, yeah. yeah you I said you would have been. been. Jared hates. No, Jared believes I was there's a difference. Mixed singles. Mixed, mixed. Jared says there's a difference between mixed signals and leading on. And that's a whole other conversation. That and we're I, not talking at about At the right crux now. of it, I understand what Jared was saying. But I think that people usually use those terms synonymously. Okay. On to another bachelor couple that's just, that's just easy breezy, like uh, Johnny and Victoria are at this point. It's Brandon and Serene. Brandon and Serene are. I mean, yeah. They're just smooth. It's just they're smoothness. They're falling in love with each other. He says he's falling in love. Some people are giving him criticism for saying that so early, including Jared. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just more, you know, sometimes you get wrapped up in the moment. That doesn't mean he's not actually going to fall in love with her. But I think maybe he was a, I don't know. I mean, listen, it all depends on how it plays out. What happens if they end up spending the rest of their lives together? This man is so incredibly romantic, though. That's what I mean. Like, because, yeah, do I think he said it too early? A hundred percent. But at the same time, he's so sweet and endearing. It makes you want to believe what he's saying. I wonder if Michelle's watching this back and just being like, man, I missed out. Because Brandon is. No, let's not. Okay. I mean, I hope not. Damn, I hope not. That's awkward. I don't know. It's just Brandon is so swoony to me. Very swoony. You know what I mean? Well, he's very good looking. He's, he's very so good looking, but he's just like. He loves love. Like, that is not a player, dude. Yeah, he also pays attention when you talk. I noticed that when I was talking to him, he was looking oh. me in the eyes. He's like, oh, this is a very attentive listener. I don't know what it is about him. He's just, like, so, like, precious. Yeah, he's you know, like, just people, a great guy. Great people vibes. use those, um, that expression, like, protect this man at all costs. That's how uh, I yeah. feel about Brandon. Yeah, I would agree. Okay, so anyway, um, yeah, Brandon and Serene have a great date. He great says, date, I'm, all, I'm all yours. Damn. So cute. I mean, I get it. Serene is a catch. Oh, yeah. Beautiful, smart, intelligent. I'm sure Brandon's like, this girl is incredible, and I want to lock her down immediately before any other douchebags walk down these stairs <laughs> and try to steal my girl. They are just classic couple. The one that starts strong, ends strong, doesn't have any drama. Well, let's Unfortunately, hope they end well, okay. Yeah. That'd be sad. I'm sorry. I'm just seeing, foreseeing, like, you know, there's like little slots they put you in. Well, plus he's, I mean, I get that a little bit of his story, but in his intro, he's literally unburying of engagement. You ring. know what that is? No, I don't. Yeah, okay. So in Michelle's season, he buried when, in an engagement ring. No, when she denied his proposal, oh, did he, th he threw it into th this. That's right. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> which that. I think is the best intro of all the intros thus far this year. Uh, yeah. What else is a good intro? It's so funny. Uh, Lace's call back to her Bachelor in Paradise season three where she yeah. falls and catches the drink. Yeah. I think season three is the best one. That was the one where Josh kicked the soccer ball and then the soccer ball hit Nick in the head I mean, while he's taking just a selfie. That's incredible. So good. So, like, so incredible. good. And then Wells was DJing the coconuts. Yeah. Spinning. <laughs> <laughs> Back when Wells was just a DJ in Nashville. I know. Isn't that crazy? That is really think? crazy. DJ in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something what I thought was poignant, which probably wasn't poignant at all. Maybe it'll come back to me. Oh, yeah. Okay. So basically, like, they put you in slots, right? Because they're like, you will be the couple that will be together and it'll be tumultuous. You will be the couple that you get together and it's strong the entire time. There's always the strong the entire time couple. And that is Brandon and Serene, or f for what I foresee. 
Yeah, but sometimes those couples end up. No, there's 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 the couple, babe. There's like the couple that's strong, and then they fall apart. And then there's the couple that's strong, and then they stay strong. It's like the Jaden Tanner versus the Carly and Kirk. That's a, Kirk. Kirk or no Kurt. Lauren and I literally had this fight on the sand. Is it Kirk or is it Kurt? It's, no, it's Kirk, Jared. K. It is Kirk. I R K. Yeah, it's Kirk. You're right. Yeah. So there's that. one of each. I don't think Brandon and Serene are going. I I don't think they're going the Carly and Kirk way. They're going the Car the Jaden Tanner way. One can only hope. What's right. the next thing? Next thing is basically the Carly and Kirk. <laughs> it's Michael and Sierra. Oh yeah. Do you want to take? You explain the Michael and Sierra story a little bit. I mean, Michael and Sierra, they just, they, when we went down there, they seemed like a pretty solid couple. They were a solid couple. And then, you know, we all saw what happened with Sierra. She had that date planned and everybody was so excited for her. Well, I was, I was okay. So we I was were so all excited. Little, oh, we, we were, were all, all really nervous. excited. We were all really nervous. Okay. So, cause we were just like, I think it's a great idea, but you know, it's just, it's as a everybody lot. knows, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a heavy conversation to have in such an early relationship. And so I think we were all really excited. We all thought it was going to go well. But I think all of us had like a little little voice in the back of our head saying, is it too much? And then we were like, no, like we're in paradise. This is what, you know, and she really wanted to talk to him about the situation and make him know that she was there for him and supporting and that, you know, she was not trying to replace anybody or anything like that. Um, but obviously we all saw what happened, which sucked because Sierra... Sierra, again, just... Isn't she stunning? Yeah, she's, she's stunning. She's, like, striking. And she's just so sweet. She's really just... A, she's a sweetheart. She is, um, yeah, a great heart. But Michael has a great and, oh heart, Oh, my God, we love Michael. We love Michael. We love and Michael I know, so much. Now, listen, I talked to Sierra a little bit more than Michael up until this point. So I was knowing their relationship much more through Sierra's eyes. And then afterward, I was talking to Michael more. And I saw the relationship through Michael's eyes. The situation that Michael's in is really like almost unprecedented as far as being in paradise. We've seen a couple widow, like the only other widow I can think about on the show is Emily Maynard. Can you think of another widow? Uh, no, not a, uh, well. Oh, Julia Kinney. Julia Kinney. And technically, or well, not technically, I mean. Who? Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey Poe. Kelsey Poe, how did that not come to the top of my head? I can see why. It's a little, a little bit of a different situation. <laughs> totally different situation. Um, Let's not even go there. Okay, so Michael has obviously, he's obviously going to go about dating in this atmosphere different than everyone. Um, he has not had a serious relationship since his wife. And he talks openly about how he's not going, like it's hard for him to get there. He's scared because every time he does get close to really dating someone, he basically walks away. Yeah, that's not really conducive for dating in paradise. <laughs> but that's why I was concerned when I heard this from him. I agree. Or I heard these concerns from Sierra. I was like, oh crap, then he's probably, I don't know if paradise is the place for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, Actually, I mean, I love Michael. But I also don't want him to go into a relationship with someone again and have the same thing happen again. It just seemed like he was going to need like the slowest of the slow process. And obviously Paradise is like the the fastest of the fast process. Yes. The fastest of the fast. So Sierra's telling us girls that what she's doing 
she just looks so gorgeous and she's going to pull him aside and show him the stars that she got for him and Laura and their son. And I thought he was going to take it well and I was, but not like, but also tell her to slow down. I, I thought yeah, he was going to tell think- her, I thought he was going to tell her we got to slow down. I did not think he was going to tell her, let's be friends. <laughs> yeah, it went a uh, hundred to zero really quickly. In Sierra's eyes. And I understand that Michael probably had a different outlook and maybe they weren't communicating or he wasn't communicating as well as he wanted to to Sierra say, with, in terms of how fast the relationship was moving. But um, yeah, it's crazy how it just ended. Yeah. Roadblock. I expected when Sierra told us as a group that he basically cut it off with her that he was going to leave as well. And then you and I were both kind of shocked when we saw that he's just hanging around. Because I thought what he was saying is like, this is going too fast. I've realized this isn't the place for me to find a relationship. Yeah. But he was really just saying like, this is not, that's actually not the situation at all. The situation with Michael was that he really felt like something was missing with uh, Sierra. Sierra. He did not feel it all the way. Is that, yeah, I, it was more that the connection with Sierra wasn't there rather than the, environment the environment of paradise is can move too quickly yeah hey so what we once we heard from that we're like okay and a lot of people whenever something ends a relationship ends everybody's looking for someone to blame and i feel like this is a situation where there's there's no specific like i don't fault michael and i don't fault sierra i can see both sides of what they were going through it was just an awkward situation that of course I think Michael could have handled things better in, but also but, like he could not have been. Uh, he, yeah, he he could not be more sweet in this moment. Of he's course. just the sweetest man, and it's like, guys, how else did you want him to break up with her? Yeah, did you want him to do it in increments? Because he could no have done other, it in increments. There's no other good way of doing it. I thought, you know, they, you know, he handled the situation as well as he could, and um, he didn't want to lead her on anymore. Uh, but the thing was, I guess she never had a sign. For her to slow down in the first place. It's so hard though, because then I I agree because you're in paradise and things move quickly, but at the same time, they were probably hanging out for at this point four five days maybe, which um, I guess is an eternity in paradise. Five. But it's it's it, that is such a gray area to me where I can understand. You know, Sierra's saying, well, it's been five days and in paradise, that's a very long time. I wish I had more of an idea that the your our connection was not as strong as I thought it was. But then I can also see the other side saying, well, it was so early on, I wanted to give this a real chance. And then it was still only five days in before I ended up ending things, ending things which I felt was still pretty early on. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's hard. A weird it's, it's really hard when you're there in the moment and you get to know these people and you know the situation when you see it go down and well, stuff, and I then think... critique it. It's definitely easier to critique episodes when you're not there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we just have like a lot of empathy for everybody and we like everybody. Uh, and I guess that's it for the recap. But we do have a couple huge Bachelor headlines. So we are going, well, actually, there's maybe just one huge one. Yeah, there's one huge one. And we got to talk about it right after this break. What keeps baby skin healthy? 
a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level. With their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip. And I was like, this is so awful, but I... I do like need to do it, <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. Oh, no. Ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like. Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that with summer around the corner, that's a place you need it. 
Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. We're back with headlines, and this is like my favorite headline ever. Did you know this? You know yeah, this? Yeah, uh, Claire got engaged. Claire's engaged. Yay, to, Claire is engaged. To Ryan Dawkins. She really uh, came out publicly with this relationship not long ago. I saw her in June, and she was seeing someone. It had to have been him. It had obviously. to have been him, right? I have not texted her, like, asking, like, was this the guy yet? But either way, so thrilling this woman deserves, I hate saying deserves love. Like, it's my least favorite thing because I think that so everybody... don't say it. Don't say it. But everybody, hate saying it. Don't say everybody it. deserves love, but damn, do I root for Claire Crawley to find love more than, like, a lot of people. <laughs> First of all, I don't think everyone deserves love. You don't? Uh, there's some very bad people okay, in this sure, world. I mean, no, but the majority of people certainly do. Uh, yeah. Like, I just, you know... <laughs> Specifically because that Jeffrey Dahmer thing is... Uh, oh, my God. I was like, that guy, no. Does not deserve love. Okay, so uh, the majority of people in this world deserve love. But, um, uh, yeah, no, super excited for Claire. Uh, they, I'm assuming, have been dating for a while, and she just announced a relationship. Because even... If, even if, they really... Yeah, it was like... A, they went Instagram official last month. Yeah, so it feels so fast because of that, but I would assume that they've been dating for six or seven months at least, which... You know, when you get to um, exactly forty one and forty seven, yeah, you get to a certain point in your life. You're you know. like, okay, we're we're ready. This feels right. This feels good. Um, let's move forward. Yeah. So he is mascot sports CEO and mascot sports. Yeah, I know it sounds pretty big, right? Sounds I feel like I've heard of it familiar. before. Okay, you look that up. Oh, I'm thinking no. Mascot. We're thinking of mascot books. No, we know mascots. Yeah, we our book Lucy and Clark, a story of puppy love. You can exactly. buy it through mascot books. Um, yeah, so they got engaged and 
in Las Vegas over the weekend. He got down on one knee at the Rise Festival on Friday during a romantic lantern release, which was far Aww. more romantic than the uh, lantern release that you saw Will's uh, recap the other day. Um, there was 7,000 attendees. Claire says she's over the moon and a people exclusive. This was the last thing I expected right now, especially coming from where I was a year ago. Think about where she was a year ago. She and Dale were just like a, I don't even know if they were broken up for the second time yet. She says, it's been such a serious journey and Ryan has been my, been my, been by my side since the very beginning. Um, she says, really what he's in it for is my heart. And he's so consistent and so vocal about how much he loves me. It is something I've never experienced. It's been such a gift having him in my life. Ah, uh, so effing sweet. Uh, he also, she says, she says he's the, the perfect match to her. And I'm just so happy. Can you guys, can you believe like what she went through in the past two years? And now she found her man. She found her man. I feel, I don't know this man. I don't know this man at all, but I feel so much more secure. Well, of course, when her and Dale got together, it was like, oh, this could, uh, I hope it works out because I know that she's ready. And then of course that infamous uh, interview with, it was Chris where He's like, what's next? And babies. Babies. And Dale's like, oh, well, uh, we'll, you know, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. This guy. Like, babies. Babies. <laughs> oh, that was so good. So good. It was a great classic Bachelor moment. Oh, now, so Claire is going to be a stepmom, it seems, to Ryan's two girls that he has. Oh, I love the fact that she's going to be like an automatic mom. Claire. So motherly. So motherly. She, like, she, uh, yeah, I feel like she just is gives direction very well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like she's gonna be those kids are gonna be doctors. You know what I mean? She's gonna like <laughs> set make, them on the right path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna be there every minute to make sure their schoolwork is done and that they have like they're in bed at a certain time. And uh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I'm excited for her and for her fiance. Very exciting. And another upcoming Bachelor alum wedding will be Madison Pruitt, who is going to get married in days, literally within the month. It's wild. This was the a crazy fast engagement. They got engaged over the summer, and they're getting married in November. She had her bachelorette party this weekend in Miami. She said the theme of the weekend was Maddie's last slam dunk, which is you know, a play on the fact that she loves basketball. It was at the Miami Beach Edition Boutique Hotel. She says it was a dream uh, that they had They had cabana time. They had dinner at the hotel before going to a micro club. Did she play college ball? Yeah. Yeah, what? What are you smiling like that for? I'm not smiling. I'm wondering if I could beat her one-on-one. Uh, I don't think you could. Actually, how she's, tall is she? I don't know, but I think she's pretty good, Jared. No, she's really good. Yeah, I'm just trying to think if I could stay in front of her on defense. She and Michelle. I'd like to see if she you plays. could go one on one with she and Michelle. Um, two on one, they'd kill no, no, me. no, not two on one, babe. Like you play against one of them, then you play against the other one, and then the winners play together. Well, unless know. you would both, both smoke that me, wouldn't work. But 
Okay, so a micro club. I could keep up. You know I bet I'd score. Babe, what's a micro club? Uh, Heading small, over small to the basement, friends. a microbe club that plays homage to Ian. Oh, to this to um Studio Fifty Four. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. they rented it out for skating and bowling. They had drinks, desserts. If you guys care yeah, what great. Maddie cool. Pruitt Fun. did on her bachelorette party. You can read more in the People article. Jared is obviously not invested. All right. That's it for this episode. We'll see you guys on, I think your next episode will come out on Thursday night. You didn't want to talk about Rachel and... uh, uh, Rachel and Zach? Avid, I thought. Oh, this is a bullshit headline well, this I'm, is zach was, saying that he felt some spark between even and rachel on the finale when he interrupted the whole tino situation and let me tell you there's mean? no there was no real spark that was a oh my gosh you're making me look so much better right now i'm pulling you off stage and i will probably never see you again moment uh yeah i will because i've been on uh social just, I don't see any pictures of him and Rachel together. Yeah, so. they've never hung out afterward. Yeah, so it feels like that was a waste of time. It's just exactly why I said it was a BS headline. No, sorry. Well, that's all I want to touch on it because I was like, <laughs> I saw the Spark comment and I was like, but I don't see any, like, uh, did they did they even, like, hang out at any point afterwards? To read the article verbatim. You don't have to read the article. Zach, that's says, Zach says, he noticed chemistry between the two. The last time I saw her and Avon, they had a little bit of a spark on camera. Love and respect Avon. Want the best for them. If it's a thing. It's and, it's spoiler alert. It's just not a thing. It doesn't feel like a thing. <laughs> this uh, is not a like Hannah never was a Brown, thing. Tyler, Cameron. Is it a thing? Is thing. Yeah, because those were, remember there was pictures the next day where Hannah oh, was, was walking good. out of his apartment or whatever. Good. And you're like, oh, shit. Uh, this was like, they left, they literally left the stage and were like, all right, cool. That was fun. See you later. Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. Bye. Bye guys. Oh, until next time, which will be uh, a new podcast on Thursday evening when Ben and I are together here at Audrey's Coffee House and Lounge. We're doing a yeah. live podcast. If you're in the New England area and you want to meet Cassie Randolph, Jill Chin, and Ben Higgins. Oh God, Ca- Cassie's coming too. I know. Holy crap. I know. Where does um, Cassie live? Where's she coming from? In California. She's going all the way. Oh my God. I know. I always feel bad when people come. Me too. I'm like, it's a nice place and I love it so much. It's really nice and the food's good and the coffee's good. But at the end of the day, it's a coffee shop. Like, I feel so bad. I'm like, oh, I hope well, it's... I just need her not... to go to Newport. You know, you got to oh, go to Newport. Yeah. You got to go to Westerly. Best. Like, make your time, make the most of your time here. But guys, if you're in the New Wait England area... Sorry, now I'm going because I'm like Newport. I was like, wait, it was Cassie Newport, and then I'm like, no, that was Hannah's season. Yeah. So that was after because Hannah was on Colton season, which yeah. was the season Cassie was on. Wow. Yeah. God, that feels Colton like Colton was ago. on Hannah's season. No, Colton was on Becca's season. Colton was on Becca's season. I'm like, duh. And then Hannah was on Colton season. And then Hannah became the Bachelorette, and then that was obviously Tyler and Jed and Pilot Pete, and then he became the Bachelor. There's your recap of the past five years. Crazy. We'll see you guys at Audrey's on Thursday. Love yeah. you so much. It's open to the public, y'all. And I, seriously, love you guys. Come, come, come. The come. people who listen to this podcast, uh, who watch the show, who don't say mean things about us. I, I hope that you guys don't. I, again, don't want you to think that was like a pity party at the no, beginning of the episode. We're fine. We're doing well. Of we're course, very lucky. We're, we're grateful. so happy. We're so happy. We're, still, like, we're so know, happy we were invited we went down to there. a party and then people told us to get out and it was a little embarrassing. To our faces. It was like, we don't want you here. 
it's like all right never mind like well, I yeah. wanted to like contact producers be like, should you guys just like edit us out? <laughs> yeah, like, just have us leave. We never say goodbye. They'll never yeah, realize just, that like, we ghost us. Yeah, <laughs> just ghost us. Because even like, yeah, even tonight we have some stuff. Yeah. I know. I'm. Ter- I'm not, not. We have a watch party at Audrey's, which of course everybody will be nice there. Well, no, and even like you know, Audrey's is our business. It's like a <laughs> this kid. This is just like us free Whatever. rambling now. Well, you know, what? it's a podcast. Yeah, I know. This is what we do on podcasts. This is what we do. Ramble. And so. Uh, of course, like anybody who comes to Audrey's and supports our business, our small business, that's amazing. And please come and everybody comes. It's so nice. But yeah, I'm not going to be watching because I'm just going to be so insecure. I don't know how there's a part of me that doesn't want to go tonight. This is like a flashback to Jared, like being in high school. Oh, 100%. The insecurities. There was a there was a table in high school one time. Now, granted, I didn't have that bad of experience. I got bullied a little bit. Did but you I, really? Yeah, but I had other kids that were bullied way worse, and I felt terrible for them, and I never stuck up for them because I would get bullied a little bit, but I would never want that onto me. You know, I never had the courage to stick up for other people because I was too nervous that all of a sudden, like, I would get the full steam of bullying. Yeah. So anyway, but I remember this one time. It was kind of... It was... It wasn't bullying it was just more i don't know i i guess maybe they didn't know how i was insecure but there was a circle of hate about me at a um i couldn't sure, go to that this, sounds like the uh, i hate rachel green club what? it was a little bit and um yeah i don't know why a but circle of hate for my poor baby so i couldn't what? go i remember they went to hooters after a football practice or something i couldn't go and and uh they were they they told me they were very happy that i wasn't there and i think they were busting my balls but this was when i was very very insecure and so I wouldn't call it bullying, but they called me and they told me afterwards that they create they each went around the table and said something that they hated about me. Yeah, it was very. Do you uh, remember damaging. any examples? Uh, one of them said that they hated I loved Seinfeld so much, and that I said I wanted to be like George Costanza because I'd always joke around, be like I want to be like George. Like he lives a big lie; it's very funny. And of course, I would this say those things like try to fit in. Seventeen-year-old Jared still wanted to be George Costanza until this day. He's, yeah, and then nothing the, has changed. I, that's the only one that stuck out to me. And then I think somebody said they hated that I tucked in my jerseys when I, because I used to go, I remember I tucked in, I'd wear jerseys to school. Yeah. And uh, not like. You mean like you used to wear NFL yeah, jerseys wear to school? Tom Brady jersey, Paul Pierce jersey, you yeah. know, just local Celtics or, or Patriot players. And I, I would tuck them into my jeans. But then apparently that was not cool, which I obviously looking back, I'm like, why did I tuck in my jerseys? Oh, my sweet boy. Oh, that's quite all right. But, oh. uh, now we're just reliving it all. <laughs> oh, okay. Good times. Good all right. times. All right. Now we're actually signing off. Until next time, I've been Ashley. And I've been Jared. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust 
into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.